Welcome to episode 36 of Roll the Credits podcast with Aaron and Brian. On this week's episode, we have a lot of important news, actually. Um, oh, yeah. Finally, we're, we're getting back into the news game, um, as well as a review for John Wick 3, which we both saw um, on, well, Saturday at this point. Um, and then we'll be ending the show with a fantasy draft for trilogy franchises. Um, so that'll be interesting. Didn't want to do top tens cause they're going to be way too similar and probably boring. So yeah. we'll do a fantasy draft. Uh, we each pick six. We, um, you know, flipped a coin beforehand. I ended up weighing the coin flip, but I'm opting to go second, um, based on strategy. That's gonna uh, backfire. It's not gonna backfire at all. Um, so anyway, um, Brian, how's your week been going? Uh, anything? Well, I guess there is plenty of notable stuff that's <laughs> happened for you this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's actually been a pretty busy week. Uh, my brother Brandon got married yesterday. Uh, we were up in, yeah, great things. You know, huge shout out to Brandon and Cassie. Uh, they're great together. It was so much, such a great day yesterday. You know, we went up there Friday morning, had the rehearsal, and then yesterday, uh, it was a beautiful day for a wedding. Sun was shining. It was it was great. It was yeah, really great lucked, day. Really lucked out there with uh, getting the one non-rainy day <laughs> yeah. in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, we were worried leading up to it because leading up to it, it said like a 50-60% chance of rain at least on Friday. Um, but then both Friday and Saturday, the skies were clear and it was beautiful out. Alrighty, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing of note on my end. Um, so I'll kind of get right into it here. The biggest news of the week. The Batman um, reports came out from Variety uh, that Robert Pattinson of obviously Twilight fame, but he has been in better things since then and has improved as an actor. Oh, yes. Um, that he was the choice for the Batman character in Matt Reeves upcoming Batman franchise. However, uh, another article came out from Deadline, which reported that there is no finalized deal, but that Robert Pattinson and Nicholas Holt um from beast fame i believe from the x-men movies the newer x-men movies i should say um also playing J.R.R. tolkien in the tolkien movie that just released um those two are at the top of warner brothers shortlist for the film um i would prefer pattinson if i'm being honest here um i think he kind of fits the bill a little bit better um and I, I'm tired of like, he's getting raked over the coals on Twitter from people that just instantly think of twilight and that's fine. Like that's going to be something that kind of sticks with him for uh, at least until if he, you know, dons the, the Batman cape and stuff. So, but that's who I would prefer in this situation. What about you, Brian? How are your feelings on this? Yeah. I remember on Thursday night we were talking about this when it first dropped and I was talking with some other people. Like everyone, when they hear Robert Pattinson, they immediately think of Edward from Twilight. They're like, "Oh, the vampire is going to be our next Batman." Like you got to look past that. Like also, that was yeah, so long. It was ago, like a decade the, ago. Like it were. They, it was all around like the late two thousands, early two thousand tens is when those movie came out. Um, he's done good stuff since then. He's a solid actor. Um, I do prefer him, I guess, over Nicholas Holt as well. I don't not like Nicholas Holt. But I think um, Pattinson would just better fit the role. And I mean, yeah, there's backlash all over 
Twitter and everything. But if you think about it, like every main, like at least superhero actor that's been cast, like nine times out of ten, there's backlash. Yeah, no, but nobody likes like... anybody that gets hired for any position. Like that, it is what it is. They hate it. They didn't want Christian Bale. You know, they didn't want Affleck. And I mean, granted, like the movies that Affleck was in, but he was a good Batman. Like he just wasn't bad yeah. Batman movies. Um, exactly. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, Pattinson, he, after Twilight, he, he's worked in, in the indie, indie film department for like the last decade. And um, High Life, which came out, I believe, earlier this year, um, has huge um, critic consensus behind it, as well as Good Life, or yeah, Good Life. Yeah, from like two or three years ago, I think that yeah, was. Yeah, that one was another big one. Um, I know he had a, like a Western type movie that came out recently as well. Um, he's mm. in the upcoming film, the lighthouse, which just released that Keynes film festival, which is getting a lot of buzz behind it as well. Yeah. So, I mean, he's kind of toiled and he's, he's moved away from these, uh, big, you know, tent poles and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he'd be a good Batman, especially if you're looking for a younger one, if you're looking for somebody who can actually act, um, and stuff like that because yeah. you're not going to find a lot of them with with younger younger folks i mean it could be worse they could pick taylor lautner for for the batman that would be awful um i uh, saw some thing that was just it was purely a joke but it was like after robert pattinson's been cast as batman uh one of us decides to cast taylor lautner as robin i was just like no oh, don't God. even speak that awfulness like <laughs> Kristen stewart is catwoman <laughs> oh man i know i'm seeing all these things that like people are pulling up the twilight actors for like the supporting roles like no yeah i just, just no <laughs> i mean and that's the thing like it's it's so unfair because yeah those movies did stink but um uh, i mean until you kind of that's that's kind of the thing when you have these massive you know movies uh, like franchises and stuff like that. That's what it is. You know, Daniel Radcliffe is always going to be Harry Potter. Like it just is what yeah. it is. Um, and maybe one day you can kind of luck out and, and move away from that. Uh, but it is hard, especially when uh, you were in those and they were very lauded and people hated them or made jokes about them and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, it is what it is. But yeah, I, I'm definitely on board for Robert, uh, Robert Pattinson as the Batman in the upcoming film. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm I'm a big fan of Matt Reeves. I mean, he did uh, the latter he did the, of the Dawn of Planet of the Apes franchise. Uh, he did the second two of that trilogy, uh, which were I, I think the whole trilogy was underrated. Very good. Um, he's done some other role or directed some other good movies that I'm blanking on right now. But he always has a good take, and his writing technique is is different but better than a lot of different uh, producers and writers out there. So I'm excited for this. Also, something else I pointed out on Twitter the other day, um, Robert Pattinson is going to be co-starring in Christopher Nolan's upcoming film that's releasing next year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Nolan doesn't hire bad actors and actresses. So that's true. Uh, if Nolan's going to cast him as to co-star, uh, he's got my vote as a good actor, regardless of whether I've seen it. very fair him, so. point. That's that's that. Um, next up, Star Wars. Uh, and with the yeah. Game of Thrones finale airing later tonight, uh, we are recording on Sunday. Uh, the next trilogy set to begin, I believe, in 2022 um, will likely be the trilogy created by Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. 
Uh, there isn't an official word yet, but rumors suggest it will take place in the Old Republic period, which is set hundreds of years before the Skywalker saga that we all know and love. Um, <laughs> depending on... It sounds like there's a bit of hes- hesitation there, but... Well, it varies. Um, there's, you know, Star Wars fans, you know, it can be kind of edgy. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know, they're coming off Game of Thrones, which is a very, you know, medieval-esque uh, series. So to uh, set it back many, many years seems likely. Uh, and The Last Jedi director, Ryan Johnson, is also working on a separate Star Wars trilogy. No word on a release schedule or source material for that saga. I was personally hoping that would be the next trilogy to release, but um, we'll end up seeing what happens with that going forward. Um, and and what their plan for Star Wars in general is going going forward as well. So yeah, I'm excited for just like I mean we've obviously always been big fans of Star Wars, but like just the world and galaxy that's been created with it to see all these different stories. Like Old Republic, I think would be great to see. And yeah, so I'm just excited I, to see outside the Star the Skywalker saga. And I mean that's the thing. I mean it's it's a it's it's a space thing. Like you there is literally and that's been my big thing with the skywalker saga is like let's end it i'm ready to end this story nine movies about one there is an infinite world out there of space and time in this fantasy space land to make stuff like this star wars can be a franchise that runs 200 300 years if it wants to um oh boy i mean it just i mean it is i mean there's (laughs) so much stuff you can do with it um and i mean i I'm one of the people that love the last Jedi. It is in my top five star Wars films, probably. Same here. Um, so I am more excited for Ryan Johnson's, especially with a lot of the backlash that Benny off and Weiss are getting for the final season here at game of Thrones as they, um, no longer have source material to work with, which they will likely have source material to work with, with this upcoming trilogy. So that should help them. Um, but we'll end up seeing what happens there. Um, and we'll have more updates as we get closer, which, you know, still three years away. So whatever. Got plenty of time. <laughs> In other Disney news, uh, Kevin Feige announced on a re- uh, Reddit AMAA that Marvel has a plan to use the real Mandarin in the upcoming uh, Marvel saga. Um, also, the Ten Rings will be featured as well at some point, it seems like. Uh, we have gotten teases to the character in previous Marvel films, most notably, most notably Iron Man three. Um, but we never really got the true version. This is interesting. Um, I'm pretty in on it. I don't know a ton about, um, the Mandarin or the 10 rings and the 10 rings is a, uh, terrorist organization, which likely suggests that it'll be probably, I would guess maybe like the second, um, movie in like a trilogy for an upcoming character or something like that or uh whatever they end up doing with like um not necessarily avengers i guess maybe it would be avengers but upcoming uh big cast movies like that so we'll end up seeing i don't know if you have any uh more detail on that yeah um yeah i was reading so like when they when he like confirmed that in the reddit uh thing a lot of people then were presuming assuming uh that there's the uh shang chi movie that's in production for marvel Mm -hmm. um that's that kind of i'm not sure if it's chinese but the asian you know kind of kung fu superhero movie um that is in the works marvel so they're thinking you know that that fits alongside that you know that's the ten rings and the mandarin are 
an Asian tor- terrorist organization. Um, so we could be seeing that in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we saw it in Iron Man 3 most predominantly. And I always forget that, like, they're the terrorist organization that, like, kidnapped uh, Tony Stark in the first Iron Man that, like, made him become yeah. Iron Man. Um, so they've had a much bigger role in the background than we always remember. So it, it seems like it be, could be great to see them explore this more and uh, actually get the real Mandarin in there. For sure. Uh, I mean, hey, whatever Feige wants to do, I'm been on it. Whatever. For sure. Uh, <laughs> there's not a whole lot else I'm going to say about it. Um, moving on, upcoming international spy film three three five five, I guess, um, is developing quite the impressive cast. Uh, Jessica Chastain is set to produce and star in the film, with Lupita Nyong'o, Penelope Cruz, Fan Bingbing, Sebastian Stan, and Edgar Ramirez joining in supporting roles. Uh, 355 is a globe-trotting adventure that flips the espionage genre upside down. Chastain, Yango, Cruz, and Fan play spies from international agencies around the world. These women, w- these women must bond together, overcoming their suspicions and conflicts to use all their considerable talents and training to stop an event from occurring that could thrust our teetering world into total chaos. Along the way, these strangers and enemies become comrades and friends, and a new faction is formed, codenamed 355, a name they adopt from the first female spy in the American Revolution. Um, I feel like I talk about her all the time, but Jessica Chastain's on board. I'm on board. Lupita <laughs> Nyong'o's on board. I'm on board. Um, impressive cast so far. I'm um, interested to see what else they end up doing, but I believe this is set to come out sometime next year. I want to say. Yeah, I think that's um, possible. I'm in on it. I'm in on it. Uh, I like spy films. Uh, I'm 100 in on this. Can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm always down for a good spy thriller, and with this cast, with Jessica Chastain, Peter Nyong'o, and Sebastian Stan, I'm a big fan of, uh, this sounds like it could be really good, and then the, the plot sounds interesting, so I'm all for it. I think I saw it's all, they're aiming for fall of next year, uh, which would kind of make sense, but I'm in. All right. Um, in a movie that we talked about a while back on the podcast, The Little Things, uh, Rami Malek is set to join Denzel Washington starring in that film. Um, Denzel Washington will play a burned out cop from Kern County who teams with Malik's character, who's a crack detective from the L.A. Sheriff's Department to catch a serial killer. Um, I'm in. <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the tweets from websites just headline this as Rami Malek and Denzel Washington hunt serial killers or whatever, uh, which was very entertaining to read because that caught a lot of people off guard. Um, I'm in on it, uh, I guess, um, you know, Denzel's, you know, historic, so, uh, pretty much watch anything he does any, uh, any day of the week, so, um, and Ronnie Malik's pretty good as well, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, I, I want to see these two guys catch some serial killers together, because it's an interesting duo, uh, and we'll see. Yeah, I'm right there with you, I think, I mean, Denzel, I mean, he's Denzel, and he's always has great great stuff and this sounds interesting and the addition of rami malik uh, who's really big and upcoming actor i mean he won an oscar this past year is a great addition for it so it sounds exciting and i'm interested all right um and back to the disney world here uh emma thompson is joining emma stone in the upcoming cruella movie uh emma thompson will play the baroness the main antagonist of the film 
Uh, Emma Stone is set to play young Cruella DeVille, described as a brilliant clothing designer who nonetheless toils as a lowly department store worker. One day, a posh woman known as the Baroness, obviously Emma Thompson, uh, enters the store wearing Cruella's special locket that was given to her by her mother, leading Cruella to plot against her, uh, much like Maleficent. Uh, Am I saying that right? Whatever. Um, I don't care. I don't care enough about it. I think it's Maleficent, but yeah. Who cares? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is set for December twenty third, twenty twenty, release from Disney. Um, why? I don't know. Uh, I don't really care. I like Emma Stone, but uh, this is just something I don't. I don't care about the Hunter One Dalmatians. I'm sure they're all very good boys, but <laughs> I just don't care about like I don't care about these villain origin stories that Disney is trying to pump out. Like I just don't, which is weird. Like I'd love them if they were Marvel, but like these, you know, let's go back in time and check on all the the bad the bad guys and make live action films for them now i just don't care yeah i mean i'm a huge emma stone fan and so i remember when this was first announced it's interesting just because i would see it with her in it i wasn't a big fan of maleficent uh we got a trailer for the second one that's coming out later this year see no point in that so i don't see much of the point like you said in these villain origin stories but emma stone's attached so i'm probably will end up seeing it all right, well, that's that for that. Um, and another one in the Y department, um, The Comeback Trail, which is an upcoming film starring Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, and Tommy Lee Jones. Sounds like a terrific movie 15 years ago. <laughs> Our set the star set the star in The Comeback Trail. Uh, De Niro will play a man in debt to a mob boss, which is Morgan Freeman, uh, which is an odd reversal. I would expect De Niro to play the mob boss, whatever, um, who creates an insurance fraud by casting washed up suicidal cowboy movie star, Duke Montana. What a name. That's Tommy Lee Jones. Character. What a name. Stick with me, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in a poorly written Western with the intention of killing him during their first days of filming. Zach Braff is also set what? to star, obviously of, uh, <laughs> scrubs fame uh, as robert de niro's business partner (laughs) this has like 25 percent on rotten tomatoes right now all over it Uh, this is like (laughs) didn't didn't, uh, morgan freeman robert de niro just have a movie like come out like this like a few years ago but it was with michael kane then was the third man in the group that got like awful reviews uh i don't think de niro is in that i know freeman and de niro were in last vegas oh was that alan arkin uh, I don't maybe. know. I I just <laughs> you're asking the wrong fellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I this is something that 15 years ago maybe, but like, I just don't see this being good. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm out on this. I'll probably see it, but I'm I'm out on the interest factor. Oh, um, Morgan Freeman and Tommy Jones last year or in 2017 were in a movie together that uh, had a 21 meta score. And then it was also in 2017, it was Alan Arkin, who I was thinking of, Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. So, And that was a 50 meta score. So they like to do these movies, I guess, with three old guys that were great 15, 20 years ago. That just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, did you ever see, did you see Last Vegas when it came out, like, five years ago? Uh, no, I that never was, did. That was four, that was, uh, that was Freeman, De Niro, 
uh, I want to say Michael Douglas and uh, oh, and uh, Kevin Klein. Here it is. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, that one was not great. <laughs> Forty-eight meta score, so you know. Uh, yeah, it was average. Um, thing was fun at times, if I remember correctly. I saw it in theaters. I haven't seen it since, but I know it plays on like TBS like once. It makes sense. An hour. Um, yeah. uh, in the WTF category of news for the week, Chris <laughs> Rock is reviving the Saw franchise. Um, I saw what? this headline and I, I just I had to pause. Um, Chris Rock, who's reportedly a big fan of the, the Saw movies, um, is set to produce. Uh, along with James Wan, the upcoming Saw film, which is scheduled for October 2020. Um, it's not a reboot of the franchise, which makes sense considering they've had like a hundred movies in the last decade. Um, and But it will continue the Saw mythos within a new, fresh story. I'm interested in this for sure. I hope Chris Rock is- stars in it. Um is he trying to be like Jordan Peele switching from comedy to horror? I just, I, I really don't know, but uh, I mean, he's a big fan of the franchise, which is nice that it's not just like, Hey, I'm just going to get in on this. Well, um, I'm a big fan of the Marvel franchise. You don't see me going out trying to make movies about it. I mean, <laughs> are you comparing yourself to Chris Rock right now? Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, it, I don't think, I don't think him being a thing. big fan of the I don't think him being a big fan in the franchise is a qualifier for him making another movie within it. Why not? If they're looking, if the if they're they're planning on making a movie regardless, but they're taking Chris Rock's idea and having him on as producer. So, I mean, there there was going to be a movie regardless, but they they really like his idea for what they're going to have happen. I gotta stop right now. I'm watching. I'm watching Bar Rescue in the the background here, and a dude is just naked, washing himself what? in the back, in the back where they wash dishes. That's uh, wild. What? Uh, what a show. John Ta- John Taffer's a legend. Um, oh man. Anyway, back to this. I'm interested. Uh, I'm a big fan of the first couple. I kind of fell off after that. Um, I think they kind of got a little bit too uh what's the word uh bad <laughs> sorry this is ridiculous i'm glad that went to commercial um yeah i mean it's they just got predictable and stuff towards the end and confusing and stuff so i'm interested they like chris rock's idea having him on bringing james wan back to produce who did the first um uh, at least the first one uh and, and kind of brought that um so I'm interested in that. And on top of that, James Wan is also producing an upcoming Mortal Kombat film reboot because Hollywood cannot get enough of their video game movies that consistently are not good. It's like they get um, the one good one with the, the Pikachu and they think it's revived and they can start making video yeah, game movies like, again. Hey, we got something now. Uh, yeah, I just... Uh, that one I don't really care about. I never played the Mortal Kombat games. I don't really care. Uh, James Wan, no, I mean, he, he's pretty good at what he does. So I'll keep an eye on this to see what, what goes down here, um, in the future with that in terms of starring and, and whatever else we hear of. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I, I have no interest in that. So, all right. Anyway, Brian, I'll pass it over to you. If 
in case you got any news and notes and stuff you want to share with everybody. Real thing, I mean, we covered a lot so far. Uh, the only other thing that I laughed at uh, that was earlier this week, um, Walt Disney uh, Pictures is rebooting uh, "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" with Josh Gad to star uh, in it. And um, I had already suppressed that out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I it's, just well, it's not a total reboot because it's supposedly a sequel as well. He's playing Rick Moranis's son, like so. Rick Moranis is the main actor in them from what was it the late '80s, early '90s? Is that when those the '90s at some point? I don't know. I but, I watched them when I was a kid. Didn't like them then. Uh, sure is sure as hell. I'm not gonna like them with Josh Gad. I'm not a Josh Gad fan. Um, it's so, uh, yeah. yeah. So I already moved that out of the back of my head. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. It's going to be titled just Shrunk, and um, it's they're they're positioning it as a a legacy sequel, so it's not a full reboot because it'll ex- exist within the same world, um, and kind of you know connect to it, but it's not the you know same story or anything. Yeah, I mean, out of why? all the things we've said so far, that, that takes the yawn of the week for me. That like, even why? <laughs> I'm more interested in De Niro Freeman and Tommy Lee Jones uh, and their suicidal cowboy western or whatever uh, <laughs> than I am what, what you just said. So, yeah, I'll pass on that. Oh, yeah, um, I'm definitely passing on it. <laughs> I just found it funny when I saw it, so I wanted to share it. Yeah, I am out on that. Um, so... Let's get into it. John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum, a long-ass title for a movie, but still fun nonetheless. The synopsis for it, in this third installment of the adrenaline-fueled action franchise, super assassin John Wick returns with a $14 million price tag on his head and an army of bounty hunting killers on his trail. After killing a member of the shadowy International Assassin's Guild, The High Table, John Wick's John Wick is excommunicado. <laughs> but the world's most <laughs> but the world's most most ruthless hitmen and women await his every turn. Uh, back to direct, uh, Chad Stahelski, and obviously starring Keanu Reeves. Uh, oh, what was that voice? That was my action <laughs> voice, man. <laughs> that's what we got. I did oh. not practice it, and that's why it kind of stinks. This is also why I'm not <laughs> an actor. Um, oh, man. But it deserved to have a special voice read. Uh, I gave this a 90. Uh, I gave the first John Wick an 80. I gave the second chapter an 85, and I'm giving this one a 90. This was very easy for me to score, as I've mentioned to you, because I like it a tick better than the second one two ticks better than the first one and one tick less than mission impossible fallout, which I gave a 95, um, in terms of pure action thrillers. Um, so it was pretty easy to set it at a 90. Uh, I mean, there's nothing not to really like about this movie. I don't think, uh, I mean, you, I'm sure if you wanted to dig enough, you could probably find some dumb stuff, but, uh, the action sequences are awesome. Uh, specifically the Moroccan fight scene, um, with, uh, Keanu Reeves, Halle Berry and the dogs, which are very good boys. The Academy, if you're listening, please give them an award this year, whether it's a treat, I don't care. They're very good boys. Um, <laughs> that sequence was awesome. 
Uh, the supporting cast is really good. Um, the main, I guess, main villain of the film is the abjicator, uh, played by Asia Kate Dillon of Orange is the New Black fame. Um, it's just, it's all around so, so good. The set scenes and stuff are just beautiful, whether they're in Morocco, uh, in the desert, uh, whether they're back at the continental, which is such a beautiful yet dark uh like hotel and stuff but everything looks really nice there um fight choreographies are awesome and kind of shows that having a former stuntman as your director as these this franchise does add so much to that um and another one you can look at is i forget if it's deadpool or one or two but one of those was also directed by a former stuntman as well um it's and the the story is awesome um and all the characters around are really good Halle Berry was phenomenal as well in a supporting role uh Mark I can't remember his na- last name it's a funky one um who plays like the the ninja assassin dude is awesome kind of like he's kind of the I guess the more the main villain to the, the movie but loved it um if you were intro if you like chapters one and two you're gonna love chapter three in my opinion um i don't really want to give away a whole lot of the movie um but tons of fun brian you saw it last night what's your opinion on it oh yeah i mean i loved it it's it's this trilogy has somehow gotten better with each movie which it's, is that's very crazy impressive for a trilogy exactly like it typically you know like the second one falters and they recover some with the third one no this one like you said first one's great second one's even better and then this one was even better than both of those like i also gave it a 90 i was bouncing between an 85 and a 90 then i was just like nah you know what i loved it there's so much action in it every single action sequence was amazing and the stunt choreography for all the fight scenes was just so well done and so realistic keanu reeves is amazing i mean he is perfect for the role i i do not um, understand why keanu reeves makes anything that's not an action movie because i feel like when he makes action movies they're incredible they're well liked by everyone including critics and then you turn around and he does some weird sci-fi movie like that replicas movie that got like a 10 percent earlier this year just yeah. stick to these action movies keanu come on man oh man Oh, that just made me think of a brief. Uh, there's a trailer in the week for a Netflix movie that's coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. That's a, com- that's a comedy that he's in, uh, that he's like a supporting role in. That looks stupid funny that I might end up seeing it just because he's in it. It's a Netflix um, film, so I'm absolutely going to see it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I don't remember what it's called. But uh, back to this. Yeah, it's so much action. And what I, one thing I love about it is that it like it picks up within like minutes of the second one ending. Like you don't have to have like a, you don't have to tell a story or the buildup at all. Like it just gets going right from the start. And there's very little law or like drag time throughout this movie. Uh, throughout it, there's so much action and fighting within it. The Within the, the first like big fight scene in the movie, not even big fight scene, but it takes place in New York public library. And it's with Oban. Uh, NBA NBA player <laughs> Boban Marjavonic. I butchered his name, but the seven foot three uh, guy. I think he's on the six, uh, Sixers right now. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, he, he he's huge, and 
he was his own stunt double because you know they couldn't they're not gonna find some other seven foot three guy. So he did all of his own stuff beating up Keanu Reeves stunt double, and it was just it was great and hilarious. I love the movie. I mean, it was so so much action back, and they set up the way that the movie ended. They set up a fourth movie perfectly that I really hope that they make because it sound it will be amazing, just like the rest of this trilogy has. Um, yeah, I can, if if you've seen one or both of these, I highly recommend you go see this one. It is a pretty violent movie, but it's the world of assassins, so I mean that's just what you're gonna get. Um, our combo score for this came out to an 87.5, which is our second highest of the year so far, right behind. That's Endgame. huge. So that's yeah, that's huge. Um, because not only us were loving, but like critics and fans are loving it too. It's at an 89 Rotten Tomato and 8.3 on IMDb. It's a great movie. You you really should go out and see it. So. Yeah, and I another thing like I like so much about it is like, uh, like a story of bringing something like the high table into it, which like it's a move like it follows so many like strict laws and stuff like that, that like, yeah, I love that. It just, it makes everything a lot more interesting. You can bring in these random characters. Like um, there's, you have so much in play, like uh, with this one, with the abjicator who just kind of, you know, is there to make sure laws are being followed. And if they're not like, then screw you, you know, you're dead or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know. It's something about that. That's just so much more interesting than just like, Hey, here's a big bad guy. Let's kill him. Um, and like you said, there's very little wall time. I mean, the entire movie, John wick has 14 and then $15 million bounty after like an hour, um, on his head. So like, I mean, he's just, there's assassins coming from every which direction. Every time he even has a little time, (laughs) which is great (laughs) to, you know, it's just action after action and every single one of them is, is great. So, uh, it adds so much to the film and yeah, I mean, I'm definitely stoked on <laughs> to see chapter four when that comes out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend it. Like you said, second number two of the year for us, uh, second ranked, uh, which is great. Everybody seems to really like it. Uh, I think it's got like an 89 on Rotten Tomatoes, 90 yeah. something a user, um so that's great i mean it's a fun movie check it out absolutely 100 percent support that yeah uh for sure go out and see it and like you said i do love the just the world that's created with it and how it's this society of assassins that have these strict rules to follow like that's i just that's so cool i mean and like you like even like the background part like when they have to like call in and stuff like that and like it goes through this like intricate process of like yeah exactly making him excommunicado and it's so fast but it's such a like small like, like it's like here's a small buffer secretaries or whatever yeah. or something yeah like, it's like here's a small buffer in between action scenes um that flows the story together while also not taking you completely out of the movie and you're like okay i understand what's going on now like it's like the high table part is such an intricate part of it that it's just awesome. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, that's all I have for it. Brian, do you have any last words on that? For oh, we hit yeah, the trilogy? Yeah. I, I love the, uh, the concierge of the, of the continental. Uh, what's his, I don't remember what his character's name is. Um, 
but he's always just he's been in obviously all three movies so far but we finally get to see him like fight and do some action stuff and you could just see him getting like when you see him fight they're getting pissed because they don't have enough firepower or whatever and he just starts bringing out the big stuff and it's oh yeah it's great yeah i mean when they like when the abdicator ships in like all these people with these high-tech armor on and uh you see some of their guys like just getting shot like nothing's happening when the bullets touch them and they're they're going through everybody and like they eventually just get these like heavy ass duty shotguns like yeah that just fucking they just fire and fire and fire and fire right through them uh and i mean it's it's so much fun oh it's such a fun film (laughs) i want to see it again like um so yeah uh i gave it a 90 that might actually end up going up later on this year we'll see uh as the movie kind of goes along uh anyway i'm going to send it over to a quick advertisement and once we get back from that we will do our movie trilogy fantasy draft all right time for our movie trilogy fantasy draft um like i said at the beginning uh we did a flip the coin we'll be in snake order um brian you had the first pick i'll let you get it started um with your first pick of the draft so this is the goal is like we're just assembling the best trilogies right yeah pretty much okay okay well you want to talk some strategy because like I know you know what my top trilogy is, but I know what your top trilogy is, and you left me with the number one pick for that. That's true. That is true. I, I did. Um, but the problem for me is there's multiple at the top there, and I want to be like, I think there's three big ones, and I want to get at least two of those. So that's why I'm opting to, t- to go second. That's fair. Uh, I would like to come away with two okay. big ones. Well, then I'll take your top one and go with the Dark Knight trilogy. That's my first pick there. Because, I mean, the Dark Knight movie is one of the greatest movies of all time. And it's the highlight of a great trilogy. So Okay. Um, so you're going to go with the Dark Knight for number one. For number one, for me, I'm going to take the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, I've never seen any of the films, but I hear they're very good. Um, so... Hmm. I will go with that. Uh, Have no idea if they're actually good or not. Probably stink. But you're just taking them because I would want them that you're trying to do strategy there now, too. I see what you're doing. Yeah, I figured if you took Dark Knight first, I was like, I'm just going to take I'm just going to take that. Um, Regardless of whether I saw the movies or not. It isn't even fair. You've never even seen them. That's not fair. How is that not fair? I am allowed to take whatever trilogy is ever in existence. I want. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take one that won best picture, uh, with Lord of the Rings. I think that's a key pickup for me at number two. Um, I'm also going to take the original star Wars trilogy, um, at number three overall, uh, and my number two pick, uh, because they're amazing films, um, all in all said and done. Um, so I'm pretty happy with my first two picks there. Uh, I'll send it back over to you for your second and third picks. Okay. 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 I see how you're playing here now. All right. Uh, my second pick, uh, I guess, is fourth overall. Um, I'm gonna take the Captain America trilogy just because that's a personal favorite of mine. The Winter Soldier is one of my uh, favorite Marvel movies, and the trilogy as a whole uh, works together so 
uh, just so well. It's the best. Uh, it's one of the one of the best superhero trilogies out there. Obviously, we got the Dark Knight. Quite, quite the, top, the reach. But... but okay, I have Captain America number twelve on my big board. Last. Oh, well, uh, good for you. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, my again then third uh, overall pick, I guess then. Um, I'm gonna have to do. I love this John Wick trilogy. I'm gonna have to have it there as my number three. I mean, I know they're newer, but like, like we said, they've gotten better and better with each one, and I'm just a big fan of them. So, I'm gonna go with John Wick there, number three for me. Pretty good pick. I had John Wick number three on my big board, um, right behind Dark Knight and Star Wars. Um, all right, uh, I'm gonna take Edgar Wright's Three Flavors Cornetto uh, trilogy of Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, and The World's End. While they are not within the same uh, storyline as every other trilogy ever, uh, they are considered a trilogy. So that's what I'm going to go with for my number three pick. And my number four, I'm going to go with... Got to go with The Legacy. I'm going to go with The Godfather trilogy. Um, Absolute classic films. Uh, So I'll go with that for my number four pick. Uh, that works for me. I didn't have Edgar Wright's list trilogy on mine because I haven't seen them all, so I'm not going to include ones I haven't seen. Mm, well, bummer. Um, <laughs> um, Don't know why so anybody that... <laughs> would do that, but okay. It seems dumb to pick things you never saw before. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, going into this is my fourth pick. Um. You know what, you're you're not gonna like this, but the Toy Story trilogy. It's mm-hmm. the animated movies, I mean, they're the best animated trilogy out there. I mean, each movie is great and it's it's Disney at its peak. So um and then that's my number five pick, right? Um I'll go with the the Spider Man trilogy from the early two thousand, Sam Remy's um with Tony McGuire. The first Spider-Man movie um, is a very a solid movie um, that is very enjoyable, as well as the second one. The third one does falter, but the first two are very good. So I hear you chuckling in there. But oh, okay. God. Yeah, you went completely off my board for those two picks, which is nice. Um, I'm going to round out my draft here. Oh, man, there's a lot of good stuff on the board. So, Whew, um. I'm going to go with the, um, I'll take the oceans trilogy. Um, first one's really good. Third one's pretty good. Middle one is decent, uh, decent enough. They're fun enough films that, that I'll take them. Uh, number 12 on my list. So, you know, down the bottom. Yeah. Well, I'm taking, taking them at 10 overall. Um, Ah, shit. I still got five on the board here. Where do I want to go with this? Um, Screw it. You took Captain America. I'm going to take the Thor trilogy. Uh, I'll always stand up for those films. The first two. Um, Okay. Look, I'm getting Thor at a value slot here at 11. Not number four overall where Captain America was taken. Um, I... Which would be fine if the first Captain America movie was, you know, as good as the other two, but it wasn't. So that's why I don't it's think it's better than the first uh, two Thor's. Better than the first two Thor's. 
not by my scoring. I have Captain America 1 at a 65, and I have both of the first Thors at 70 and 75, somewhere in that range. All right. I would put the the Thor trilogy maybe like in just the Marvel realm, like the third or fourth trilogy. I love Ragnarok. I had but... it. I I had it number eight overall on my board. Yeah. Plus Ragnarok is better than both Winter Soldier and uh, Civil War, in my opinion. So like that also helps its case in my, in my stance. Which is how I feel about Winter also, Soldier. So I mean, also you just took the Spider Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. So. Please step back from my selection here um, okay. and make the final pick in the draft. Okay, final pick of the draft. I have four left to choose from. Which one do I want to pick? See, I was thinking about it. I wanted, like, the Avengers trilogy, but it's not really a trilogy because it goes on, like, it's Endgame is a fourth. Well, there's fourth, four movies, yes. Which is so... what I'm saying, a fourth movie then. So I wouldn't include the first three of those. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, the the born trilogy you know i don't know if you've ever seen all of them but born uh identity supremacy and ultimatum are great action movies all uh, from the 2000s that um i don't know they have, i don't know how well they've aged i don't know if you've seen them but that in their time and have seen them again recently they were great so i don't actually to be honest i don't think i've seen any of them i didn't even see the jason Bourne one that came out like two years ago with alicia vikander in it so wow yeah i haven't gotten around to any of them um well, i don't know they're, I they're feel solid like movies so i'll take your word for it um the four that on my big board here that i did not get around to selecting uh, i had the austin powers trilogy at number seven uh the hannibal trilogy at nine back to the future at 10 and iron man at 11 um on there uh mm. most notably my number one pick lord of the rings i did not have on the big board i set that off to the side <laughs> in case you decided to take the dark knight first um so yeah remaining on mine st- still was uh the indiana jones original trilogy and the uh mission impossible four through six you know trilogy is a group of three movies so i mean that fit together and those four through six, you know, which is fallout is included in that are great movies. So that yeah, would have been, I guess if you, you would have taken that. one of mine. That would have been there. There yeah, we go. I guess you can count that. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was our trilogy, uh, trilogy draft. Um, again, bit easier cause they probably would have looked relatively similar. Have we done top tens? Um, at least most of them, uh, my top 10 probably would not, would not include Lord of the Rings. Um, and yet you took it one overall. That's strange. I took it huh. second overall. Second overall, um, your top pick. That's really weird. Interesting. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just, sometimes when you're looking at the draft board, you got to say, that's a guy I believe in, but not many other people do. Um, I'm going to take him from off my big board and take him number one overall. Um, just like in draft day when Kevin, Kevin Costner says Vontae Mack all day. Lord of the Rings all day, number one. That's who we planned on. Talk to me when you watch them. <sighs> Brian, we might not be friends by the time I get around to that. Uh, <laughs> I own them. You can you can borrow them at any time. You make I it sound them. like I have time to watch 10 hours of people walking up a volcano for a, a wedding you make ring. It sound like, <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like you don't watch multiple movies a week. I, I had watched one movie this entire week so far. And that was John Wick. I had to physically go to the theater to see it. Been watched. Been, okay, so you've been slow, busy you've being slowed down some. Then. Been very busy being disappointed in the good place. Um, but 
how dare you? That's a great you you enjoyed that show. You just weren't the biggest fan of the twist at the end. And that's season. true. Um, I, I'm middle of the pack on season two right now. Um, I'm unsure if I enjoy it or I don't. I think I got like three episodes left. I've I've done a quick binge watch throughout the week for that. So, um, anyway, that is our week. Uh, Brian will you know let us know who you think has the better trilogy here. Um. It's me, obviously, but uh, <laughs> okay, I guess. Look, man, I got the Star Wars original trilogy and Lord of the Rings. Got my fanboy, which unit is fair. Collected I mean, there. Uh, dipped into the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well for for Thor, uh, the Legacy Collection of the Godfather films. Um, yeah, I, also notably not on either of our big boards was the prequel trilogy for star wars which i thought about including on there but i was like i don't have enough picks to warn it uh, maybe if we would have went two more rounds i might have yeah. gotten around to it because they got progressively better but on what is today the 20th anniversary of phantom menace shit show of a film um and r.i.p to a real one darth <laughs> maul which is unfortunate that we have not seen more oh, of such a a good character Oh, solo. No, little, yeah, little I mean, that's fine. Like, he sits but, uh, there and talks to the Queen of Dragons or whatever for five minutes. But um, anyway, uh, <laughs> everybody have a great week. Um, next week, what do we got? Oh, Aladdin, unfortunately. Um, probably get around to that. Um, uh, well, I'm on call later this week, so we won't be seeing that this week. So I'll probably have to wait a week. But uh, we have Booksmart that we saw that. We saw a little bit ago that actually that's true. I completely forgot about that already, which is weird because I gave. Um, don't want to give my score away. Don't want to give my score you away, but <laughs> I absolutely enjoyed the hell out of that film. So, uh, we'll be giving you guys Booksmart uh, next week. Um, upcoming weeks are going to be a little. Well, I'm unsure where we're going to get around to. Um, definitely plan on getting around to Godzilla, but schedules will possibly throw that into uh dismay but we'll keep everybody updated on that especially on next week's episode um anyway brian any last words for everyone no uh it's finally getting a great weather go out enjoy the weather but then also go inside and watch movies all the time uh yes go and enjoy <laughs> the weather and then at night time there you go 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 to the Do movies that. Um, or when it's raining, either one. That works too. Uh, but yeah, enjoy the weather. Go check out a baseball game, you know. Um, and uh, let us know who who you think had the better trilogy draft. Um, give us five star review. Tell your friends about us. Uh, yada yada. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll be back next week with Booksmart. Uh, not sure what our list will be, but everyone have a great week. Um, we are done for, for this week's episode.